Hey, it's episode uh, 72 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously, back in the car. And for this episode, was in the car last... No, last episode I did with uh, Drunkle Jay outside. So I'm indoors again. And if you haven't heard that episode, go go check it out. Episode 71. Well, yeah, episode 72, it's Griff's Brain Dump. And uh, yeah, how's, how's your week been? So I'm scratching my beard. It's the histamines. It's the bloody histamines that control itching in your body. So that's why you need antihistamines. And that's why I'm fucking dying. As you know, I quit hay fever about five years ago, but it seems like my, my body has relapsed and I haven't been able to breathe. Uh, my eyes have been itching. I was even in the bathroom at work and I breathed in and all I heard was a... I was like, ah, shit. So, I may have to take some medication. Still haven't, though. Uh, girlfriend wants me to, because apparently uh, my wheezing and mouth breathing is hard to sleep next to. I mean, how selfish is she? <laughs> but, um, no, oh, God. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm just sat in the car today. Going to play football with some of the lads in comedy stuff and then uh go meet go meet up girlfriend her mum and her grandparents wholesome wholesome family guy went to visit my mum yesterday as well and my mum makes some um, saltfish fritters i not biased i think my mum's are actually the best a lot of people who you know aren't my mum's kids like me don't have the vested interest they tend to agree as well and um yeah me I mean, like a, an animal. I was flipping tired, but I still waited at my mum's house for about 10, because that's when she started cooking them, because she's cooking them for some day at church today. So I knew I was going to get a sample, get a batch. And um, yeah, I thought these would be great for breakfast tomorrow. However, I, I literally ate them all before 12.30. <laughs> I had them, all, had them all last night, slash early this morning, before I went to bed. Um... I woke up just an empty foil wrapper just next to me. It's like some kind of drug addict. Just in a binge. Just like, oh, what happened last night? Oh, oh my mouth. It's so salty. Again, because I've been eating saltfish fritters. Uh, there's no self-control. But um, I'll tell you, week been, what have I been doing this week? Oh, well, gigging. Gig twice this week. Do twice? Three times, twice. Gig twice, twice a week. Twice and two times on the same day on Thursday. First at Resistance Comedy, which was good, really good, uh, great little venue and stuff. So I hope to go back there. Um, got to meet some comedians I've never seen before. And it's always funny in comedy. Me and this other guy were discussing this. Um, I should say his name. Yeah, Kelsey. Um, D. L. Maida. First time meeting him. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where. You get put on a bill with all these comedians and you're like, I don't know any of these guys. So you assume that, you know, they're, they're really new. Well, that's what I do sometimes. If I haven't if I haven't seen their name about before, I just assume, oh, they must be new. And especially if I haven't, like, stalked them, like Facebook stalked or Instagram, which I do sometimes just to see who they are. For whatever reason, I didn't. Um... And then when I got speaking to them, they were like, yeah, I've been going for like seven years, eight years. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And he's like, wait, you do this full time, don't you? Yep. And I'm going to Edinburgh for like my fourth time. I was like, oh, shit, right. I'm the new guy. Whoops. <laughs> and that's, hey, that's what happens. But I, I don't mind. I don't care about being the new guy. I don't care about being uh, the guys done it for a bit longer. I don't mind. It's, um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to do that. And then headed over to Shoreditch. To the United Colours of Comedy, um, which is good. I know well, 90% of the guys on that bill stuff met before. Ori Styler came down, and um, yeah, man, it was just it was funny. It was just a uh, fun night. Fun. I kind of just just riffed a bit, really. I didn't. I did material on the first gig. The second one, I just I was talked out. Stuff that's going on in my week. And it what it really worked. I think because I knew I only had five minutes 
I had to do it for five minutes. It, was like, it wasn't too much of a, a mental stress for me. But, um, but yeah, man, I just talk about a week. Talk about watching Love Island for the first time. Ah, oh, God. Because I've never watched Love Island before. Like, up until this week or the week before. Did I start watching it? Wasn't it this week I watched it? Yeah. That's right, because I watched it on Tuesday night and Friday night. Um... Uh, Saw my girlfriend Tuesday night and Friday night. You see if there's a correlation there. <laughs> but when I watched Love Island. So I've never watched it of my own volition. Still. But I've watched it twice in my in my life. And I was just annoying the shit out of her. By just asking her questions. I didn't know what was going on. That is such a surreal show. Um, I was like. I was, yeah I asked questions. Like, oh, oh, so these people here. Have they had like some kind of psychological, psychometric testing that means they're actually really matched with someone else on the island? She's like, no. Like, oh, so it's just random. Yeah, okay. So what? I was just trying to devise a strategy. Is your best bet just to get with someone really early and actually try to have some kind of genuine romance? So yeah, that's their aim. I say, really? Is that really their aim? Is their aim just to get, uh, you know, get more Instagram followers and be famous for no reason. End up on another reality show like Celebrities Go Dating, then I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, Dancing on Ice. Just end up on all of them, just go through all the cycles until you're like, yeah, they're famous for what? I don't know, I can't remember. They're on this show, this show, this show. All these shows with the word celebrity are just like, but they, they were never, they're not celeb. Well, actually, I don't know what celebrity means anymore. But, now I was watching it and I was just uh, confused. Obviously, they had like, the black girl on there. And so I don't know. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why uh, black people go to these, these shows. Generally, don't. Um, they've got a doctor on there as well. Now, this was confused the shit out of me, right? And I said this on, on Thursday. And I'll say it again on the podcast. So I'm going to share it to people. Right. On the show, there is a doctor. Okay. He is, ready for this, tall, white, able-bodied, middle class, and he's a doctor, heterosexual, and he cannot get laid on the island. No woman wants to talk to him, at all. I said he's like got the infinity stones of privilege. All of them. All six of them. And he just doesn't know how to use that power. Like, that, I said, he's like, he's got the gauntlet. But it's like putting that on just because your hands are cold. Like, he's just not acknowledging the power he has. That like he should be absolutely smacking it on that island. But instead, he's surrounded by these fucking airheads. It's like... Oh, I'm not sure about him. Like, it doesn't have any tribal tattoos. You don't have, you don't have a ten pack. The thing is, he's not out of shape. He's not fat. He's not skinny. He's like on an average guy. Fuck, if he if he was your doctor, most women, if he was their doctor, they'd be swooning over this guy. He's a good looking guy, but he ain't got the tan. He ain't got the twelve pack, the oiled up twelve pack, and he ain't got the tribal tattoos. You ain't got a beard either. You ain't got the generic look, that's all. He doesn't look like he could be some kind of top man model, that's all. <laughs> that's all it is. This guy should be killing it. He must be so rattled right now. I think I worked all my life to be a doctor. To be tall, have broad soldiers, broad shoulders. What does that just say? Broad shoulders. Broad shoulders. Broad shoulders, right? Yeah, and he can't get, he can't attract these women. Do always. It's not that people are above or below. So it's just sometimes you're just in different lanes. Not a higher league or a lower league. You're just in different lanes, different leagues. You play different sports, and the women on that show do not want. They don't even know that he's a catch being a doctor. Like, I just find him awkward. It's not awkward. He has a full grasp of the English language. That's what he, that's what I get. You know what I mean? It's like when, it's like when someone like is really hood tries to get with someone who's not. 
both ways. They're just not, no one's right, no one's better. Just in different lanes. So the things that they might be interested in, just not interested in the same things. Someone who's like a top person in a hood setting may not be able to attract someone who's a top person outside of a hood setting. That's what it is. You just need to find someone in your setting. And mate, he must have made the wrong decision going to Love Island. Except, actually, he may line himself up nicely when he gets off the island. If he's still a doctor. If you're just a former doctor that used to be on Love Island, then you're not so much of a catch, mate. You, you lost all of your Infinity Stones. That's what you did, man. But, um... What else happened? Oh, Take Me Out. That was ironic because I was joking about Take Me Out on Thursday and then I watched Take Me Out yesterday and it was an over 50 special, but I didn't know this, so I genuinely thought my TV was broken. I scrambled on my glasses going, what the fuck has happened to the TV? <laughs> I was like, these women have melted. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Then I saw some of the mobility scoot and I was like, All right, what? what is happening today? Um, I didn't even bother trying Googling. I was like, it's clearly some kind of special episode. And um, what, what made me laugh is that of all the episodes that you watch with the younger people, uh, Black Twitter will go into meltdown about how the black girls don't get picked and whatever. First one to get picked are the over 50s. Valletta, I think her name was. Or Loretta. One of those names. She got picked straight away by some short Italian dude. He seemed like a nice guy, but he just had creepy... He had just a little bit of creepy tendencies, but he seemed like a nice guy. Um, but yeah, man. It was funny. I just liked that the lights all stayed on for most of the time. And it's like, yeah. you just Because you just don't know if it's going to get any worse. So you just stick to those... <laughs> you got to stick it out there. But I always joke... Me and my mates always joke, would you go on uh, Love Island or Take Me Out? I'd never go on Love Island because it's just... It's just too exposed. Yeah, it's just way too exposed, Love Island. Like, um, yeah, but the aim of the game is trying to get in with people. Unless you get with someone super early, right? Let's get with someone super early. You're just going to look like a sleaze bag of some sort. And no, I just know what I'd be like if I was like drunk on the island like that. I'd be trying to get with every girl on the island and just make myself like a genuine arsehole. So, so I doubt that's going to be a real connection with anyone who's on that show. So no. But then take me out. Wouldn't go on that either. Just wouldn't. It would just... Especially as a black guy. On TV, I'm not just a guy. I'm a black guy on TV. And here's the facts, right? I'll just pick the black girl. Whether I found her attractive or not, wouldn't matter. This black girl could like vibes cartel. Because I'm on TV, I'd pick the black girl. You know what I mean? The other, the other girl could look, you know, like... Scarlett Johansson or one of those you know, really fit women who's on in, from Hollywood and stuff. It's like any of them, but it's like, no, I'm picking vibes. Because I'm on TV, I don't want the pressure from black Twitter. That's I just wouldn't want it. Because that's how it's going to go down on the show, right? I come down the, the lift, I'll have like, I'm 28 or 30 lights on, I rate myself, okay? Then... I'll do the whole... Because I was just say, hey, I'm Darren, I'm from Essex. That's what I do, right? So, I'm like 28 lights on, maybe. Then it'll be the little talking bit about myself. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm Darren. Yeah. I'll do comedy, podcast and radio and stuff. And, you know, just those stupid little camera panning techniques and stuff. Me well, kicking a football in the park. And me sat there on a bench and got a jump around my shoulders. All that kind of shit. And then, um, you know, a few more lights will go off. And stuff, you know, and they would be saying dumb shit. Like, oh, why, why did you switch it off? Oh, because Paddy, my ex-boyfriend, he was called Stephen. Is that? But his name's Darren. Oh, I misheard him. Oh no, Paddy. She see stuff like that. Why did you switch your lights off? Oh, because I didn't like his jumper, Paddy. Well, he's not wearing it now, is he? <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? You still kept your light on? Yeah. Yeah, he does comedy. You can make me laugh, and I'll tickle your funny bud. It's like ah, oh, so everyone's laughing about that. Um, and then the next round will be talent. Now I'm not gonna do stand up comedy in front of all these women, so it'd be one of my mates. And if you haven't met my mates, or you probably one of my mates listed, you would stitch me up. You'd yeah. I've got one mate who just makes up stories about me anyway. 
Uh, so <laughs> if it's him that flashes on the screen, I'm like, it's over. So I'll be left with now six lights. Six lights, I reckon, to choose from. So now you're going to Fernando's. But now those six lights, all the black girls have switched the lights off now. If, and if there's one black girl there, then I'm 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 picking her. I'm gonna pick her, even if she gives some shit answer. You know what I mean? Like if you had to be a fruit, which fruit would you be, and why? You know, and like the, the white girl in this scenario who's like looks like a supermodel gives like the wittiest answer ever. And stuff. You know what I mean? I, I can't even think of a, an answer. If I was a fruit, I'll be a couple of peaches and I'll let you squeeze me all the time. Wink. Makes that little, you know, blowjob face towards you. Oh, God, Fernando's. And then, you know, Vibes Cartel, who's left. I'm like, um, so what fruit would you be, Sam? I don't know. Shoulder shrug. She's not even bothered. I'm like, uh, what? Oh, shit. But I'm on TV. I'm sticking with it. And I'd pick her. See, or what would happen? And also, you know, when you have to say love at first uh, light and stuff. Yeah, definitely write a black girl's name down on that. I'm on TV. Really doesn't matter if who's, who's better looking who's not. But here's the thing, though. What also might happen is as soon as I come down the lift and I go, hey, I'm Darren and I'm from Essex. Lights on the lights off. All the black girls switch the lights off because they'll assume... I don't like black girls because I'm from Essex. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. It'd just be, oh, it'd be, a, it'd be a nightmare. So I wouldn't even go on that show. I'd come off the show, people thinking I don't like black girls, and it's just not true. So why, why, why make myself a national target for a few weeks until the next guy goes on the show and fucks up? Why would I do it to myself? Wouldn't. So that's why I've been watching. So I've been watching TV this week. I don't really watch TV too much. But um, I'd watch TV. What? But what's happening in the news? I saw um, there's been a third runway at Heathrow. I think they've got the green light for that. Um, Heathrow is flipping massive, man. I don't think it needs more flights. Don't think it needs any more flights coming in. But if you live to the northwest of Heathrow, you must be pissed. Must be pissed. It's um. Yeah, the way they expanded it, like it goes over the M25 and shit. It's just, it's just a fucking monster of an airport. Absolutely huge. Um, but yeah, I'm selfish. I don't live near there, so I'm just happy to have more options. <laughs> that's, a, that's how it goes. I mean, yeah, everyone have another runway. Do you live anywhere near it? No, I won't be affected by it. I just, my effect be I'll have more, more options to leave the country. So build it, build it. We're talking about um, aviation. I read this story about a pilot was found four times over the drink limit and he faces prison. Now, he was caught over the drink limit. Yeah. I have this sneaky suspicion that I reckon there's a good 20% of the pilots are probably a bit pissed when they fly the plane. I mean, they, they know what they're doing. They've done it loads of times. Man's had a big night out, entertaining all the new in-flight attendants. Yeah, because the ones who've been there for a couple of years, they've all had, they've all been tried on by the captain. Captain's had his go. You know, all the new ones, the new, the new recruits to the airlines. Got a little dress on and stuff. You know, the captain's like, hey, you're new. Ah, do you wanna, um, when we stop over in Stockholm, you wanna uh, go for a drink? You can come into the, the captain's lounge. But I'm an in-flight attendant. I, I don't have the clearance to go into captain's lounge. <laughs> you just say you're with me. And she's like, oh my God, best day ever. She's all like fucking tweeting, uh, putting on Instagram stories. And her boyfriend's like, what, what, where, where are you? I'm in the captain's lounge. I'm with the captain. Okay. Um, where, where are you, the rest of the in flight attendant they've all gone to bed right do you think you should go, go, go to bed no I'll, don't be all jealous and stuff it's nothing we're just messing around just hanging out and stuff he's the captain all right do I, i'm just gonna go to bed because I'm, I'm getting pissed off 
being pissed off here. Wakes up next morning, looks at her Instagram stories. It's like the last one, it's just her all drunkly draped on the captain with his hat on her head. These days, looking down the camera as if to go, I'm going to bang your missus. <laughs> There's no update to the story for a good 12 hours. Her phone's dead. Dark grey tick on the WhatsApp. Then comes, then uh, yeah, another like 18 hours later, blue ticks. Hey, so you're alive, Denier? Yeah, uh, we need to talk. <laughs> oh, dear. But, um, well, yeah, it's just good times. Good times, man. What else happened this week? Uh, the Philippine PM. I can't remember his name. Rodrigo Duarte. I think that's his name. All Spanish names, haven't they? I think the Philippines was colonised by Spain. They've all got, um, yeah, they have all Spanish names. And it's name like Pacquiao. Emmanuel Pacquiao. So yeah, he's uh, he's for the Philippines, right? Who was he? He's like the most famous Filipino. Filipino, yes. Filipina is women. Oh yeah, makes sense. Spanish thing. Filipino, Filipina. Right. Yeah, he, he kissed some woman um, while he was doing some kind of public address, and um, that that kind of created a. A bit of a, a storm. Uh, let, let me try and find it. Let's see. Filipino. Phil, Philippines. Not, not, not Philip Schofield. Philip. Philip. How do you spell Philippines? Come on. Come on, Google. Help me. Let's see. President. Did you actually make it to any major newspaper, or did anyone care? Right, let's let's look at the the Business Insider. There you go, Philippine President Duterte under fire for getting a woman to kiss him during a speech. Okay, uh, kissed by Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte is a on the Filipino woman's lips while on an official visit in South Korea sparked anger and, and jokes. On Monday, feminists denounced what they called his perverted way in taunting his female critics. Many Filipinos, however, thought it was harmless kiss intended to be fun. The 73-year-old Duterte, whose critics have labelled him a misogynist and say his comments were derogatory and demeaning towards women, dismissed his kiss as just a gimmick to entertain supporters. Manila. Um, oh, that's where it is. Um, a kiss by Philippine President, um, I started calling him Prime Minister, didn't I? President Rodrigo Duarte on a Filipino woman's lips while on an official visit in South Korea sparked anger and jokes on Monday as feminist. All right, because I just said that. Uh, all right, they just literally just put all the first three paragraphs as the sub headline. Anyway, social media was abuzz with photos and videos of Duterte. How do you is it Duterte? On stage before a crowd of Filipinos on Sunday night. And when he asked an unidentified audience member to kiss him in exchange for a book he was handing out. The woman who admitted she is married and appeared excited to see Duterte in person agreed. Right. Is that the end of it? Is that's not is that not the end of it? Well, let's see. Duterte then told the cheering crowd about 3,000. Don't take it seriously. It's just fun. A gimmick. State-run Philippine news agency identified the woman as Bia Kim and posted a brief video interview of her on its Facebook page. There wasn't any, there wasn't malice in it, she said. For me, for him, it didn't mean anything. Duterte's con- controversial remarks about women included... Right, sorry, right, right, right. So, right. so, let's talk about it without context. So, a man invites... Right, let's, no, wait, let's put, talk about it without background we talk about with context so a man with extreme power he is the president of the country invites women on stage she wants a book he wants a kiss she says she's married i think he made some i wrote joke exchange between them um i can't find on this i read it somewhere else they had an exchange basically she said that she's married, and he's like, oh, will your husband mind, it's kind of like a joke, like, you know, he won't care, like, he's watching, but, tell him it's just a joke, 
And yeah, she and she kissed him. It's like a peck on the lips. They swap books and it was just kind of like a laugh. Now, granted, I wouldn't be cool with that, but that really is up to the woman to decide. She knows her husband. He might be like, oh, yeah, it's banter, isn't it? You know those couples. You've seen, I've met those couples where husband and wife are there at the party. And the wife will like kiss someone else. Not like a, not like a proper tongue kiss, but literally would just force a kiss on another guy as a joke. And everyone just finds it funny, including the husband. So some people just have that relationship. Right. But um, she agreed. Did she feel any pressure about it? I don't think she did. She has an interview after and says, yeah, it's just a joke, whatever. But um, let's see what he said. Duarte's controversial remarks about women include numerous jokes about rape and have ins- and incensed act- activists and foreigners. Most notably Chelsea Clinton, the daughter of former US President Bill Clinton. Oh, so she's not the daughter of presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but none have dented the hugely popular leader's domestic support. Women's rights advocates in the Philippines recently launched an online Bebeaco, I am a woman, campaign to send a message that they were not taking Duarte's sexist statement sitting down. I don't know why I immediately thought of using the toilet when, just I think because he had women and sitting down in the same sentence. Um, anyway, you don't, uh, you don't have to kiss that woman if you want to entertain people, says John Salvador, um, Secretary General of Gabriela Women's Party. The fact that you thought that, ki- that kissing a woman would entertain people, that's something really sick. But it did entertain people. So that may be a societal thing, but from the video, the people were very entertained by this. And people are entertained by kisses. He's having at award shows. People just entertained by sexual tension, or just, just jokes, just like anything that's kind of a bit, bit naughty, bit risque. Carry on, streakers. That kind of slapstick. Yeah, that's it. Slapstick's what I'm looking for. People like that shit. Opposition senator Risa Honaveros said that even though the kiss was consensual, it was a grave abuse of authority. I could probably side on that. When I say grave, you know, you've got dictatorships and genocides, so <laughs> rein it back in. Not trying to dismiss not trying to dismiss that it was an abuse of authority. But come on. Let's uh I mean there's negligent in hitting reply all to an email and then there's negligent as in, you know. setting your building like on fire like that's that's super negligent yeah there's there's a there's a difference there's there's it's just saying there's a scale all right they all come under negligent but you know i mean me parking on a double yellow motor offense me getting onto a pavement and plowing through like six people motor offense but they're not not really the same so um anna pinelli a churchgoer. <laughs> All right, um, I've laughed because I think I know where the opinion's going from Anna Penelli, the churchgoer. I'm pretty sure she has a job. <laughs> churchgoer, meaning she's a moral cornerstone. Whatever she says, this is how you should feel as the reader. This is what I think is going to be said. I don't know what she says, though. I might be shocked. Churchgoer, who considers herself a devout Catholic, said, Ah! See, Duterte had good intentions, but could have handled it better. He should have kissed her on the cheeks instead. Which cheeks? I. <laughs> but, um, see, because they called a church guy, you have to go, all right, that's your moral compass, reader. So if you were outraged by this, stop it. Because Anna, who's a churchgoer, isn't. So, mm. Um, father of two, Raymond Pascal. See, now he he's a father of two. So he's a man who has responsibility. And he's just an everyman. That's all he is. Just an everyman. Says, people were making too much of a deal of it. And he thought it was just a simple kiss. 
I make the rounds also on social media. It was a spoof photo of the same kiss, but with the woman replaced by superimposed image of China's president, um, Xi Jinping, in an attempt to poke fun at Duarte's high regard for his Chinese counterpart. Well, there you go. There it is. He, uh, bit of a bit of a storm in the teacup there. But I'm trying to figure out, I say storm in the teacup. She consented, so it's fine. But I'm just trying to think, yeah, how would that have gone down in the UK if, uh, if Theresa May <laughs> said you got to kiss me? Ah! Yuck. I love the other day. I love yesterday. She's like, I just realised Theresa May's twisted. Like, what do you mean she's twisted? What, like, personality-wise? And she's like, no, physically. Like, she's wonky to look at. <laughs> oh, my mum. My mum is so funny. She's like such a sweet person, like heart of gold. Um, like, yeah, like, such a good moral compass and stuff. But because she's so honest, she'll say certain things. But she's just human. Like, so she's honest and she never like want to mistreat anyone. But she's also got quite a childish sense of humour. So if she sees someone on stage like, on TV, and they're just, like, a bit weird, I know what she's laughing at, so I'll just, but she'll, she'll want to, her, like, her morality is trying to push it down, like, don't judge a book by its cover, don't judge people for being different, she's pushing down, pushing it down, and like, Marvin, you laughed at that guy's teeth, and then she'll just burst out, <laughs> she'll just burst out laughing, and just, no, you're bad, you're bad, I'm like, no, 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 I know you're laughing at his teeth, you're out of order, but that's what it is. But um, that's what I talk about today. That's right. One last thing. Oh, that's it. Me being a cool kid, I spent a lot of time online, um, on Facebook groups. You know this. Spent less time recently. Uh, I've ended up with two, two silly debates this week. One was about should men get facials and whether it's uh. Well, actually, no. The question didn't actually say whether it's feminine or not. It says, ask the men, would you pay for, have you had a facial, would you pay for one? And women, would you be the man who goes for facials? Because the person who posted the question was like, um, no, nah, it's just it's just not masculine to her. Now, if you actually take a step away from all the kind of weighting you put on these words, I can't actually disagree. It's not masculine to get a facial. Um, so I guess it is technically feminine to get a facial. But it's also feminine to, like... To wash yourself. <laughs> Anything to do with the aesthetic or creativity is feminine in a psychological point of view. So yeah, it is feminine. I guess it is feminine, but guess what? I have no issue with it. I I, I cream my skin. If that had to be masculine, or, if you had to put it in a box, masculine or feminine, moisturising. So yeah, it's feminine. I mean, it's just some things. Oh, just shaving. Feminine. I mean, building a shed, masculine. I mean, just the sort of things, just... You think of masculine, you think of feminine. In your mind, you instinctively think one of the other. You shave your beard to look better. To look better is a feminine type of thing to do. Even if you are trying to attract women. Maybe it's just the negative idea of feminine. But masculine and feminine, equal weight, so what? But a lot of the people go so extreme with their opinions on it. Say that the guy's probably gay... He has facials. It's just like, he's not gay, man. He's just taking care of his bloody skin. You want a man with, like, rubbish skin? What's, what's wrong with you? But the other one this week was about vegans. I just don't get how people don't get vegans or vegetarians and stuff. So basically, there was this video of this meat substitute. looked like ribs. Apparently, tastes like ribs. Uh, but it was vegan. And, um... A lot of people going, ah, oh, I don't get it. I don't get why vegans always want this meat substitute. They know meat's good then, in it. So why do they just eat meat? And so, no. That is not the reason why they stopped. Like, how many vegetarians and vegans do you know stopped eating meat because they don't like the taste of meat? That's hardly ever the reason. Granted, there are probably some people who just don't like meat. My mum's not particularly fond of the taste of meat, right? But how many people... A quick sign, I don't like meat anymore. Yeah, I've been eating chicken all my life, but I've decided I don't like the taste. People don't do that. It's usually for ethical reasons. 
or environmental, you can guess you can say they're both the same. They don't like the mass production of meat and how it takes over, how it destroys the planet. Oh, they don't think you should have to kill to survive. They don't want it like infect, uh, affect suffering on another living being. So they never said, oh, they don't like spare ribs. It's just a sacrifice they have to make. So if someone goes, hey, you can actually have the same taste, go for it. Me, I don't eat pork. I don't eat red meat. But someone could make me something that was made of chicken but tasted like pork ribs. Oh, mate, I'd be on it. Or even if it was just completely vegan or vegetarian and it tasted actually like pork ribs. Oh, I'll be eating that all day. Well, not all day. Especially if it's soya and it lowers my sperm count. Ugh. But, um, so I've never really got that. It tastes good. Right? And, and you know why? That's why people don't eat it. I don't know why people assume this, oh, because... It's, it's like this real just vitriolic attitude towards vegans. I think it's because we know deep down what's right and what's wrong. And a vegan's probably living their life in the right way. And it's really annoying being around someone who's living their life in the right way. <laughs> the other thing next to someone who goes to the gym actually regularly real workout plan and their body's just on point you know like when treats come around the office like chocolate brownies and stuff they're like you're gonna have one they're like oh no no i'm not gonna have any no and they put out like a fucking rye or something he's like you prick and he said you're not angry at you you got to say you're angry at them but why they haven't stopped you from eating your chocolate brownie they haven't told you you're bad for eating it but you know that they're eating the right thing there's crunching on the apple while you're just there trying to eat a muffin. So, fuck's sake. Piss off, mate. Because you're not happy with how you're living your life. So, I think everyone who's angry at vegans are actually not happy at their own diet. That's my theory on that. I just never got it. And then people say, oh, I don't mind them eating, like, vegetarian figs. But why does it have to have the texture and shape of, like, the actual meat? Because psychologically, it's going to taste more like the meat if it looks like it. Surely you know this. Let's take your favourite meal. Let's let's pick a meal that everyone knows. Uh, let's say fish and chips because I had that yesterday. Fish and chips. You like fish and chips, okay? So if someone serves you fish and chips and it actually looks like a bit of cod battered with some chips. Do you think you may enjoy that dish more than another dish that has all the properties of that fish and chips? But it's shaped like a dick. <laughs> like, you like, what? What is this? What's this, mate? It's actually shaped, coloured, carved, moulded. Looks exactly like a dick. Would that not put you off it a bit? Yeah, you know, just or it looks like a skunk. It's like no, it's fish and chips. Honest. Someone else cuts into it, goes, oh, it actually tastes exactly like fish and chips. It is fish and chips. But now we've shaped it to look like a skunk. Or a piece of shit. It's like, no, I don't, I don't want to eat that. I don't care if you tell me it's fish. I don't know. Why? Because psychologically, you do associate appearance with taste. We know this. Same way someone goes, oh, do you want a glass of milk? And they poured it out and it was like black. You're like, what? What kind of milk is this? That's just milk. No. Same as someone poured you brown milk and it didn't taste of chocolate. You, you spit it out. So, I don't like trying to act like appearance and texture and things don't have any effect on how things taste or how we enjoy it. So, let vegans eat their meat substitutes. Shaped like meat. Just let them live their life, innit? Right. How long have we been talking for? 39 minutes. Let's get a bit of Dear Deirdre on and then get the hell out of here so I can get off to play football and stuff right let's go oh dear um let's see daddy dilemma all right get out of my face right my married ex wants nothing to do with my pregnancy oh should i try harder to get him involved oh dear uh, should I try harder to get my married ex involved in my pregnancy? I fell in love with a married man and we had sex a couple of times, 
when he left his wife. But he finished with me and returned to her. And I had revenge sex with a different guy. What? When I fell pregnant, I assumed it was the second blokes. I was getting used to the idea of being with him when he said he when he said he didn't want the baby. I've had the scan and found the father is actually my married lover. How does the scan show that? That's how you detect. Oh, look at the sonogram. Look, look at that floaty image. Yeah, it looks like him. Anyway, um, he has been in touch again and was very flirty. But when I told him about the baby, he didn't want, he didn't want to know either. Uh, I'm not laughing at her. I'm just laughing at men being trash in it. Is there WhatsApp open with one hand on the phone, dick in the other? So I want to hit it again. Oh, now I'm back with the wife. I want to do it again. She said, oh, hey, cheers to getting in contact. By the way, I'm pregnant with your kid. Oh, sorry, wrong number. I messaged mess the wrong, wrong number. Um, I'm 23, he's 36. I've told my family and I'm pregnant. Family I'm pregnant, I'm keeping the baby. They, they are supportive and will help when I go back to work. Should I try harder to get the father involved? Um, nah. Nah, don't. You don't want to be involved. Fuck it, let, let him miss out. No, it's your kid that suffers, but I just think if man doesn't want to be involved, let him not be involved. You've got your family around you. It's not ideal, but just, yeah, just cut him out. Let your kid know the truth. Let, let the kid know who the father is. You know who he is. Don't close the door on him. But don't let him back in super easily either. He doesn't want to take care of his kid, then doesn't have to. But he'll eat at him. Trust me, he'll eat at him. Then he's got another kid. He'll have, he'll have some mad breakdown. Right when he's, well, he's 30, 33, 36. Yeah, give him to 46. And stuff. He'll have some kind of like near-death experience. But, oh my God, I'll be the shit person. And then he'll want to get back in the kid's life. Kid already hate him. And then, yeah, he'll, he'll be fucked. Um... My wife of years cheated when our sex life slowed down. Is our marriage over? All of these just cheating ones. There'll be some other ones. Jeez, yeah, another one. It's all just like sex and, and partners. Uh, let's see, jeez. Yeah, they're all just... Is that all this country cares about? Deirdre, your... Your, your, your page just become a sex page. Who's your quality control, Deirdre? But, um... Alright, let's just pick one of these sex ones then. Because um, that seems to be what's on the page. My wife of 30 years cheated when our sex life slowed down. Is our marriage over? My wife of 30 years has been cheating on me with a former boyfriend. Wait, a former... Former boyfriend, 30 years ago. Get over your ex. You can't look the same. For the past seven years. All right, so he's from 23 years ago then. Probably look a bit more the same. <laughs> I'm horrified. I thought we had a good marriage. We have three grown-up children. It feels like our life together has, has been one long lie. Um, we have never fallen out. There has been less sex in the past few years. Um, but I'd put that lack of response down to being in our 50s when i asked her why she cheated she said it was because i stayed up late online and avoided coming to bed when she does we talked it over but it's hard for me to forget the lies i don't see her as the same person now should i find a girlfriend should i make my wife promise not to see him anymore what should we how was that a question should i make my wife promise not to see him anymore look you've been cheating on me for seven years and uh, I, okay, I, I accept my responsibility in that, that I didn't come to bed um, when you wanted me to come to bed. You never told me you wanted me to come to bed, but I mean, okay, no, I, I know it's my fault. Okay, um, um, but it, it, uh, if, if we could go forward, go forward, um, if you could just not talk to him anymore. What? No, no, I'm, I, I know I'm not being unreasonable. I'm not, I'm just... Oh, no, okay, no, I shouldn't have asked. I shouldn't have asked. No, okay, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I'll, I'll continue to sleep on the sofa until 
until you forgive me for asking you to not see the guy that you were banging behind my back for seven years. I'm, I'm so sorry. Mate, uh, I hope she continues banging the guy because uh, you're pathetic. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I hope. That's what I hope happens because I think some people bring some shit onto themselves. How was how that? Should I ask? Nah, do what, nah, you're hurt. You're hurt. You're confused. Um, yes, you should ask. No, you shouldn't ask. Tell her. Put your foot down. Put your dick on her head and tell her no. Um, right. Let's see. Oh, this is brilliant. This is fantastic. Ready for this? Nothing special. My confidence means women wrongly assume I have a large penis. <laughs> How do I make up for it in bed? I am a well-built man of 25. I am tall, in good shape, and of athletic build. I dress smartly. I would say women find me attractive. I get noticed. I love the attention, but it seems these women all expect me to have a large penis. I am slightly below average in that department, especially when not aroused. Okay, firstly, dude, no one cares. We're not aroused. No one gives a shit. Right? You're not. You're not in the game. Right? I don't. I don't care how good Lionel Messi is when he's off the pitch at football. It's when he's on the pitch. That's when he's in the game. That's what people care about. Don't worry about. Um, it doesn't seem to match the rest of me. I don't have a huge ego. I'm friendly and appear confident, but it seems my body leads women to believe they have something special to offer. I can see it in their eyes. Men joke that I must have a monster based on the way I carry myself. I don't know how to counteract the inevitable disappointment women must feel when they find out. Right, dude, I'm going to let you into a secret, mate. I'm going to let you into a secret. Um, just find a woman that you like. Who likes you. A woman just wants to bang you. And stuff. Um, also, women don't really care. I mean, I think a lot of women would prefer a bigger penis. If you had like a massive wang, they'd probably want it for one night just to say that they got their, you know, their lungs rearranged. But most women, they, they don't. They want to just, they actually do care about the guy attached to the penis. It, I know, strange. Really strange. But most women care about that. So... Uh, mate, as long as it's functional. Now, what's average as well? Because you know men's average is different to women's average, right? And to actual scientific averages. No one actually knows the average length of penis. It's estimated. Think about it, it's estimated based on the guys who are willing to answer the question about the size of their penis. Now, which type of guy do you think is willing to answer a question about the size of his penis in a survey? Do you think it's a guy who thinks his penis is small, or do you think it's a guy who thinks his penis is big? Hey, okay. how many? And if they're not actually being physically measured, how many guys do you think are going to round up an extra inch or two? <laughs> they're measuring it. They're like, all right. So I measure it from like from my butthole, right? That's where I measure the penis from, from my butthole to to the tip. With my foreskin up. Like that's 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 my penis, okay? Yeah, alright, cool. That's how I measure it. No, no, sir, it's it's not. What? No, it's from it's from your it's from the base. From where it joins your, your abdomen to the head. Nah, nah, that can't be it. Cause that's that's like that's four. Four that's four. That's four. So no, I'm gonna measure it from my bum hole. Um so yeah, mate. Seven. Seven inches that. Then guys are watching porn as well, so that's that's what they think an average penis looks like. Uh, again, you got to remember these women are professionals in taking things like this, um, and they're acting as well, so they're not having the great time that their Oscar-winning performances may convince us that they are. All right, so <laughs> mate, do not stress about it. I'm pretty sure your penis is fine. Um, and any woman that's disappointed um, in your penis size, well, mate, just use your mouth. Have sex in the dark. 
psychologically she'll make it seem big she'll think it's bigger if you're black and she's got a fetish as well then mate that's going to just make you seem bigger as well that's that's what it is so mate you're, you're alright don't you worry about it son alright right Um. let's see Oh, jeez. Um, that was... Oh, dear. Tax mess, jail fear. I'm scared for going to jail after not paying my tax returns. Right, let's go. Every day when the post comes, I worry there will be a letter from the tax office. I'm a single parent who was struggling when my school... When my son started school five years ago. I felt ashamed for sending him to school in charity shop clothes. I got a part-time job, but it was cash in hand. So I didn't declare my earnings and carried on claiming benefits. I got married three years ago, but I didn't, didn't declare that either. Jesus. Now my husband's accountant wants us to claim the marriage allowance, which means the tax office will have to be told. My husband doesn't know anything about what I did. Hey, I'm 35. He's 30, I'm 33. He's 35. I'm already sick that I'll be sent to prison. Do I come clean or keep quiet? And I hope it gets forgotten about. Um, it's the tax office. So the moment you say you're married from a certain date, they'll start looking at your taxes from that date. So it's probably best to tell your husband because you're married to him. And that's kind of one of the cornerstones of marriage. Now, I've never been married before. Granted, okay? I've never been married before. So I don't know everything. I'm talking, you know, from a, from a vicarious position. But uh, I'm pretty sure that Good chunk of marriage is uh, not keeping massive financial burdens a secret <laughs> from your partner. So that's what I'd say. Tell them, and uh, yeah. And if he if he gets mad at you, just take your top off. That's what you do. And it'll it'll be angry, but his brain will start short circuiting. It's it's what will happen. As men, we're, we're pretty dumb, you know. As Kanye says, it he likes the fact that it proves he, he can concentrate on two things at once. Ah, oh, Jesus! Good album, I actually like this album. But um, that's the end of the podcast. I've got to shoot off. I've got to get across the shore. Ditch, play football. It's been fifty-two minutes. Been wrapped in on my own. It's better to keep it short, but I'm self-indulgent. So anyway, um, what am I doing this week? I'll be at Junior Booker's show on Tuesday, and then I'll be down in Hammersmith at a Heckler's event on on Thursday. Yeah. All right, cool. And uh, yeah, that's it. End the podcast. Bye.